911, what's the nature of your emergency? Welcome back to the Tactical Living Podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Walton. And I'm your co-host, Clint Walton. Total disclaimer for today's episode. If you do not like me cussing, I would recommend popping off of this show now. However, if you've been listening to us long enough or you are just just tuning in, then we're going to keep it real today. Um, We're going to talk about how we had the craziest night one day last week that involved a runaway horse. (sighs) One that almost got eaten by coyotes. So just sit back, relax, and enjoy today's content. But before we start, I'm not sponsored, but I do want to share. Clint brought me home these new Smart Waters, and they're infused with different flavors. They're all natural. And this one I'm drinking is a cucumber lime one, and it is absolutely delicious. So (laughs) if you're out and about going to the gas station so that you can go to the grocery store so that you can buy toilet paper, I would highly recommend it. (laughs) So... Where do we start? It was one day last week. It was freezing cold the whole entire day. We've had the strangest weather here in California. And it was raining like crazy. And I remember earlier in the day, it was so windy that coincidentally, I just so happened to look outside towards the horses. Clint had gotten home at exactly the same time. And Eden, one of the patrol horses, busted out of her pin and it was the first and only time she's ever done this she broke the little when hinges s clips on our chain that we have securing it yeah and she just got spooked because of the wind and it was strange because it had been windy the entire day and so clint was able to go out there i felt so bad because it was as soon as he got off and it was so windy out and he fixed it now later on in the night It was so cold that Clint and I decided to build a fire and sleep on the couches because (laughs) they were closer to the fire. And where we live, we live on a mountain and it's sort of in a valley and it it gets very, very windy here. But I don't I don't know what it was. I told Clint after he tucks me in (laughs) full disclosure. And I was like, Clint, can you just go look at the horses? I just wanted him to just peek out there just to make sure they were okay. At this point, it was pouring rain outside and it was so windy that it was the kind of rain where it was being pulled down from the sky. And he opened up the curtain and I saw him standing there for a moment. And this all happened in maybe seven seconds altogether. Yeah. And all of a sudden, Clint's like, oh, shit. And I was like, what? What's the matter? And he's like, Eden jumped out the back of the pin. Now, just to try to frame this for you. We have two stalls set up and the entire inside of them, so the part that is closest to our house, we have like a double security on it. The only part that is not double secured is the back side of it, which means that there's a pin, the rails go up to the horse's necks, and they would have to jump out the back of that in order to escape into the wilderness. And where Clint and I live, we have a lot of land and... 10 whole neighbors. So the wilderness means that there are coyotes we've seen. We've seen bear tracks. We've seen bobcats. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know, there are definitely a lot of things out here where we live that not a lot of people have. So apparently while Clint was looking out there and he was watching Eden, 
which we've now decided she's a puppy. (laughs) (laughs) He was watching her and there was this big gust of wind. And I heard the wind before Clint was like, oh, shit. And apparently Eden jumped out the back of the pin and she was dangling by her back left hip. And she was struggling to get free, and then finally she did. And she made her way over the other side <laughs> into the wilderness. And poor Clint, I felt so bad. He had to gear up, go outside, so windy. It took about a good 15 minutes for him to finally be able to find her and then bring her back in. And when he did, she was going crazy. She was bucking all over the place throwing up mud it was was just so windy and i felt so bad for you baby (laughs) well it's part of owning horses and that's something i've completely succumbed to of having things like that happen horses are knuckleheads they don't think of how this is gonna hurt they just have that panic brain and and just do anything they can to get away from it, even though they're opening themselves up to go out into the wilderness or whatever else it may be more so instead of the protection of their corrals and stables. She's never, ever done anything like that before. And she's not even a jumper. (laughs) You know, she's four years old now. And, you know, she's, she's being trained, but she's just... She's gotten to the point to where I know that for me, she was supposed to be my horse and it's just too much for me to handle. She's eaten the fan cords. Like she's just not, I am not skilled enough at this point to be able to give her the attention that she needs to be able to train her as appropriately as we needed to. So we've decided to get rid of her. (laughs) And um, luckily we were able to give her back to Clint's partner the one who we had gotten her from. And now we're in the search for a new horse for me. Mm-hmm. And we decided it has to be a gilding. So it has to be a male horse. He has to be fixed. And Clint, that was your idea. How come? Well, I mean, if anyone follows Ashley on Facebook, she sees that her pride and joy is her little Pomeranian bow. And he's a he's a peach. And... <laughs> <laughs> He just loves her. And something that I've really noticed is just female dogs or female animals are more attracted towards males and vice versa. Males are attracted to females. So it's something that I really knew that you would bond better with. And they're more aiming to please in having a, a male horse, they're better temperamented. They're not as moody and just, I think it'll align better with you. Yeah, that makes sense. Hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, I, I loved Eden. Like she was the sweetest horse and I'd go out there and make out with her all the time and <laughs> just clean up after her. But when it comes to the whole reason as to why we had her, you know, be able to train her with the other horses and, be able to use her for patrol like I just can't train her to that extent period yeah it takes a lot of work and neither one of us has the know-how or experience on how to do it especially with how especially when we first started riding her she was so good like she just wanted to please and she was just such a energetic fun horse and just over time her 
adult brain and her almost teenager brains kicking in to where she's <laughs> scared of everything. And she's being very rebellious. So now we just have poor Buttercups out there all by herself. <laughs> With her big old pouty lip. and <laughs> Yeah, the about two weeks ago I was outside cleaning up their stalls and um, I opened up their pins and then locked myself inside of them while they were running around in the yard. And Buttercups, I mean, she weighs like at least 2,000 pounds. Yeah. She decided to just roll around on the ground like a dog. (laughs) And I didn't notice until I was putting them back into their stalls, but her poor little lips split open. And I think that it was from like rolling around. I don't know if she hit it on a rock. I mean, we tried to clean up all the rocks that we could out there, but... I felt so bad and I didn't know what to do. So I took a video of it and I sent it to Clint and he's like, oh no, she's fine. I'm like, dude, like she's dripping blood. <laughs> but I mean, it stopped really quickly, but now she does have a pouty lip, which I actually love because when you try to feed Buttercup's treats, you put your hand over her mouth and she literally like chomps your entire hand. <laughs> but now that she has a little pouty lip, she's so gentle and soft <laughs> that it's healed up. And I'm so grateful that the bleeding stopped as quick as it did because, I mean, you don't want any of your animals to be hurt. But when you have a 2,000 pound animal and it's bleeding, it's a completely different level. And it just got me thinking about how important it is for you to be able to autocorrect um, and do some self-assessment of just what your abilities are in life and everything that you're taking on. I know that for me, I'm not to the extent of being able to know how to train a horse as properly as I needed to. And I wasn't going to fake it or to pretend or to even be selfish because of how much I loved Eden. She She's so beautiful and Luckily, she's not far away. You know, she's still with Clint's partner and I'll be able to see her all of the time. But I think it's important as you listen to always allow yourself that grace and to really keep it real with yourself. Because if you can't be honest and truthful with yourself about your own capabilities, then who can you be honest to? And I think for me, it's a part of my own integrity to be able to live up to that every day. And um Yeah, I think I'm better for it. And in the end, I'm able to grow more because by doing this, I'll be able to bring home a little bit of a better tempered horse (laughs) and then really devote all my time into learning and acquiring the skills based on his level so that the two of us will be able to grow together. And I think we're able to do that in so many other areas of our life. So as you're on lockdown in quarantine, or if you are a first responder, if you work in the medical field, if you work at the supermarket, if you're you're doing anything right now to contribute to society in ways that most people aren't afforded the opportunity to be able to do right now, just know how much we truly thank you. And hopefully we will all get through this soon and it will go by quickly and we are in it together. Have a good day.